Good morning and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. The power of pink is everywhere as the nation raises awareness for breast cancer and celebrates the last 30 years of significant strides made in research and treatments. However, after skin cancer, breast cancer is the second leading cause of cancer death in women. Many are diagnosed in the late stages of breast cancer due to lack of awareness and barriers to health services. But there is good news. For localized breast cancer detected in its earliest stages, the five-year survival rate for breast cancer is 99%. My mom, my aunt, and my cousin all had breast cancer, so I never miss my annual mammogram. Mammograms are the best way to find breast cancer early when it's easier to treat and before it is big enough to feel or cause symptoms. We've got more on preventing and diagnosing breast cancer, along with some important links on our health page at WFPG.com. Click health on the drop-down of our app or visit our Facebook page. Lots more coming up today. Just getting started on Living Well with Robin Stoloff. Keep it right here on Light 96.9. Time now for Spreading the Health, powered by Atlanticare. Did you know there are about 100,000 births in New Jersey every year? That averages out to one birth for every 100 people. Whether you're pregnant, recently gave birth, or you're a woman age 15 and up, it's important to be on top of your gynecological care. When women think of their health, they often note headaches, nausea, and soreness. What many do not realize is these could all be signs of a gynecological issue. Some conditions, such as sexually transmitted diseases and cervical cancer, can only be detected and treated through routine care. As you travel through each stage of womanhood, it helps to have a team that knows how to keep you well. With eight locations from Cape May to Manahawkin and the only level three NICU care in the region, Atlanticare is there to provide exceptional convenient care. Whether you have a high-risk pregnancy, your baby unexpectedly needs NICU care, or you need routine gynecological care, Atlanticare will include you as the center of your health and give you the support you, your baby, and your family need before, during, and after birth. Visit AtlanticCare.org or call 1-888-569-1000 to learn more. Living Well on Light 96.9. So we know fruits and vegetables are good for us. Nobody has to tell us that. But a whopping 90% of Americans don't eat enough of them each day. How can we change that? Well, joining us now is Courtney McCormick. She's a corporate dietitian for Nutrisystem. First of all, how much fruit and veggies should we have each day, Courtney? And what is the serving size? The current guidelines say, you know, for when it comes to fruits, we should be having anywhere from one and a half to two cups of fruits every day. And then when it comes to vegetables, anywhere from two to three cups of vegetables every day. And in addition to the amount, it's also important that we're having variety. So choosing different fruits and vegetables throughout your week is really important. We can also look at frozen fruits and vegetables. We can look at canned fruits and vegetables, and they're just as nutritious as those fresh ones. As long as we're being mindful of making sure we're choosing those options without added sugars and without added salts. How can we incorporate more fruits and vegetables into our day? The one thing I always encourage people to do is just start your day with fruit. It's so easy to get fruit in at breakfast, whether you're adding peanut butter and banana slices to a piece of toast or whether you're topping your cereal with berries, which is one of my kids' favorites. You know, they're all great ways to get fruit in first thing in the morning. And if you're rushed in the mornings, just setting a bowl out with some apples and bananas and clementines so you can grab some fruit as you're on your way out the door. You say to challenge yourself to add more fruits and veggies to every meal. 
Absolutely. So in my house, we kind of make this a game and we try to think about, you know, at every meal, how can we add a veg to our plate? I'm always sauteing spinach and adding it onto those breakfast sandwiches or cutting up greens and mixing them in with our pasta dishes. So there's always so many ways you can think about what is that meal you're going to have? And then how do you add some vegetables either in the meal or onto the side of your meal. At Nutrisystem, we actually just created a line of products called Hearty Inspirations, which have a full serving of vegetables in every meal. But even when I'm making those meals, which are skillet meals, you know, I think about how can I add even more nutrition to this? How can I add even more veggies? And so, you know, I'm always adding those veggies to my meals in my house. Always great tips. Thanks so much. Corporate dietitian from Nutrisystem, Courtney McCormick. And you are living well on Light 96.9. Here's a great tip to improve your eating habits, and it's something so simple. Play relaxing music during your meals. That's right. It will slow you down because eating fast usually means eating more. Just as playing upbeat music can affect how fast we run or walk, music can have the same effect on how fast we eat. That's a trick bars and restaurants often use. When loud, fast music is playing, people eat and drink faster. So let's go the other way and put on something mellow and slow. We keep the beat when we eat. And when we eat at a relaxed pace, we tend to feel fuller sooner. And that usually means we will eat less. Living well on Light 96.9. Breast Cancer Awareness Month and kicking off the first in a four-part series on breast health with the surgeons at Premier Surgical Network in Egg Harbor Township. One in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. It's the most common form of cancer in women in the United States. Factors such as age, race, and family history can all affect our risk. Here to discuss more is Dr. James Frost, breast surgeon with Premier Surgical Network. Dr. Frost, you and your wife both have a long history of breast cancer in your families. How does genetics play a role in that? My wife and I are of Eastern European Jewish descent, and unfortunately, we have between us over 10 family members who have suffered from breast cancer. We know that in Jewish families, there is a higher penetration of breast cancer. Some of this is related to the breast cancer gene. In uh, Jewish families, compared to the general population, there is a 1 out of 50 incidence of the breast cancer gene versus one out of 500 in the general population. That's why genetic testing is so important, and you do it in your office. We do genetic testing in our office. Genetic testing can either be done as a sputum sample, a swab of the cheek, or a blood sample. I draw blood myself in the office. This assures that I have a good sample. And by sending it directly out of our office, we make sure that we get a very timely result for our patients. What are some of the genes and how many do you test for? The routine testing today usually tests for about 40 different genes. Everybody knows about the breast cancer gene 1 and 2, but there are at least six other genes that can be culprits in the genetic cause of, of breast cancer. So if you have breast cancer in your family, it's a good idea to do genetic testing. It's a very good idea if the breast cancer patient was young, if you have breast cancer yourself, if you're of Eastern European Jewish heritage, these are all good reasons to have genetic testing. Of course, age and race also play a role. Where can we learn more? PremierSurgicalNetwork.com. 
Thank you so much. Important information from Dr. James Frost, breast surgeon with Premier Surgical Network in Egg Harbor Township. And you are living well on Light 96.9. Protein bars are a convenient and easy source of protein. They're perfect for a quick snack before or after a workout or even a meal replacement when we're short on time. But have you looked at the cost of the bars today? Not to mention, many are loaded with sugar, carbs, or calories. The solution? We can make our own homemade versions, and it's easier than you think. They're cheaper, healthier, and we can tailor them to our needs. For example, if you're trying to increase your intake of healthy fats, you can add nuts or seeds to your bars. If you want to cut down on sugar, you can use a sugar-free protein powder. By making protein bars at home, we can avoid all the unhealthy additives and fillers while controlling the ingredients and saving a few bucks as well. To get you started, we have some simple and delicious recipes for do-it-yourself homemade protein bars on my blog at WFPG.com, on the health page of our app, or just visit our Facebook page, Living Well on Light 96.9. You can help save a life and keep people safe on the road by coming out and supporting the Hero Walk for the John R. Elliott Hero Campaign for Designated Drivers. It takes place next Sunday, October 15th on the Ocean City Boardwalk. With me now is founder of the Hero Campaign, John's father, Bill Elliott. Bill, what's this day all about? This day is about uh, remembering those people uh, whose lives were lost due to drunk driving but also the solution to drunk driving, which is having a designated driver. So when you come out to the Hero Walk and the Ocean City Boardwalk, you're helping to spread that message to save lives. It's a big event. You get lots of people out there. I've been to it many times over the years. Tell us all about it and how we can register for it. You can go to our website at herowalkrun.org, herowalkrun.org, or you can come out the morning at the 6th Street Civic Center in Ocean City starting at 930. You can register then. We have face painting for the kids and everyone gets a T-shirt. So it's as close to fun a day as you can have and still be addressing a serious problem and the solution to it. And this and your other fundraisers help spread the Hero Campaign's message to have a designated driver in memory of your son, John. And you do that in a variety of ways. Yeah, we have programs with uh, schools and colleges. We wrap uh, police cars with the Hero message. We have billboards. We have uh, TV messages, and uh, we even work with the sports teams, NFL and Major League Baseball teams, to register. And we've registered over 100,000 designated drivers to save lives. That's amazing, Bill. And where can we learn more? Uh, just go to herocampaign.org, or if you want to learn about the walk itself, go to herowalkrun.org to register for the event. And we hope everyone comes out and joins us. And that's next Sunday, October 15th, on the Ocean City Boardwalk. And as always, I'll be there, Bill. Thanks for being with me today. Bill Elliott, founder of the Hero Campaign for Designated Drivers. Thank you, Robin. And that wraps it up for me today, reminding you to join me for my podcast wherever you listen. I have conversations with experts and everyday people who've overcome challenges or share their health stories. And something new, you can listen to encore recordings of this show. So if you missed a segment or would like to hear a previous show, Check it out on my podcast, Living Well with Robin Stoloff. Thank you in advance for subscribing. I appreciate that. And follow me on Facebook and Instagram for bite-sized tips to help you learn more and live better. Join me again next Sunday morning at 10 for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Until then, keep living well.